0: It felt more like an interrogation than an invitation. Um, Questions just seemed to pour out and demanding, angry, harsh questions that sent me into like a state of frigid shock. (laughs) Barry here, turning the page, glad you could join me again for this um, next podcast or YouTube clip. Uh, today's topic is about empowering questions. I love empowering questions, but the situation happened to me. You know, when this this person was just pouring out uh, harsh stuff on me, and I had no answers. You know, this was the neighborhood bully. This was like the cat having perverse pleasure with a cornered mouse. Uh, this would not end well. And you would think a simple conversation wouldn't be traumatic. But questions questions amplified with verbal and nonverbal t- tones can just decimate your soul. But on the other hand, questions that are framed in uh, gentleness, love, uh, respect, curio- gentle curiosity can also be one of the most healing gifts you can offer someone. And I call these questions empowering questions. I, I came across this term empowerment back in the 1990s when I started working in the field of mental health and at that time large institutions hospitals that housed people with mental illness were closing down people who once lived in isolated separation from communities were were now living in houses like next right next to your own and it had this whole process had a big long fancy fancy word called deinstitutionalization Wow, big word. And what that means is in sociology, movement that advocates transfer of mentally disabled people from public or private institutions, such as psychiatric hospitals, back to their families or into community-based homes. And so that was happening. Um, People were shifting out of their, their hospitals and places back into their homes, families, communities. And it was, it was a culture shock for a lot of people. Um, they were coming from an environment where much of their own personal powers had been taken away. And now they are given, being given freedom to choose. And a buzzword appeared in the conversations of everyone in mental health. The word was empowerment. And empowerment means to equip, encourage and foster personal choice. And I remember supporting a young man in his early 20s and he'd been living in an institution for probably five years and his ageing mother had managed his money the whole time, all his life, and she gave him a little bit of pocket money uh, each week. And um, imagine yourself as a young 20-year-old person and your mother managing your finances and just giving you a bit of pocket money. (laughs) it would be pretty frustrating with it. So I I asked him if he'd like to manage his own money and he said he would. (laughs) So he and I began uh, the slow empowering process of like opening the bank account, a completely foreign idea to him. We also talked about his budgeting Um, and we talked about it with his mother and she was furious. She believed he was totally incapable of managing money. So she actually withdrew him out of um, the su- support that I was giving him. And I can't tell you the rest of the story because I simply don't know. Um, but I did think this this lady is getting on in years. Um, what's going to happen to this guy? What's going to happen to her? Um, will he ever learn good budgeting and so on? And so uh, empowerment became the undergirding word for everything I do. And it still does. And much of what I do, on turning the pages to empower people into their own walk of recovery and faith. Uh, Albert Camus, a French writer, put it this way, don't walk in front of me, I may not follow. Don't walk behind me, I may not lead. Walk beside me, just be my friend. And I would suggest to Albert, if I was talking to him, that to empower someone is to be even a fraction behind the other so that they feel that they are the ones making advances. Being in front means they are simply followers, walking in your wake. Um, Being behind, they may feel isolated, alone and vulnerable. But walking beside and slightly behind is an invitation to trust and to step forward feet slightly behind and i think this is the empowering pose that is um was is captured in this quite famous picture i've got on the on the blog post here of jesus and his walk to emmaus and it's a it's one that's been done by um he yeah, has got lovely trees and yeah, oak trees and all this sort of thing but it, So it's not real. I don't think the walk to Emmaus had uh, European oak trees around it. But in the picture, it does show Jesus is slightly behind uh, the two followers. And here's the story. Now that the same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. <laughs> but they kept from were kept from recognizing. And if we go on to the story, uh, it's revealed that Jesus answers their questions and it basically empowers their believing. Uh, Jesus joined them on the journey. He walked along with them. And there is an invitation for us to be empowered by the risen Christ. I reckon that um, it has been reckoned that in the stories of Jesus, we find him asking over 300 questions. We also have his beautiful parables that contain with them questions created to empower us into a multitude of new thinking paths. And one of Jesus' stories that just shouts to me the word empowerment is that of Bartimaeus. He was a blind man. So this is the story. They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples, this is Jesus, and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. Now, It should have been obvious that he would want his sight to be restored. Surely, surely. But no, Jesus asked him an empowering question. He put the question back to Bartimaeus. What do you want? Do you want what? I don't know. It could be your healing of your blindness, or it could be um, overthrow of the Roman government. I don't know. What do you want? And so it's an empowering question. What do you want? And Bhādhārī said say, well, I want to see again. That's what he got. So how do we ask empowering questions? Um, you're listening to somebody and you want to ask them some questions, some empowering questions. Well, I think of a look above, look below, look behind, look in front. Now, I think of a large iceberg floating in the ocean. And you look above the borderline, refers to what is being presented right here and now. And it's obvious. You can see it. It's easily seen. Bartimaeus is blind and a beggar. (laughs) It's pretty obvious. Um, But the look below is below the surface level of your observation. What is going on underneath? that iceberg. What is being presented underneath? What is supporting the obvious above the surface level? Well, Below surface level, Bartimaeus is alone, poor, crying out for mercy, deep pain. And then the look behind is a question of where has this iceberg been? What has shaped this person? What's the story? What was Bartimaeus' journey to this point in time, this place of need? Where has he been? How's life been for him being blind? Tell me more. (laughs) The look in front is, where is this iceberg going? Where could it go? What is a a compelling vision for this person? Who could he really be? Um, Where is Bartimaeus going with the, the current he lives in? Jesus asked the question, what do you want me to do for you? Um... Empowering questions open up the exploration. Empowering questions give the other power to be honest, vulnerable, and even wrong in the face of love and possible rejection. See, I believe that all of us want to be known, explored, discovered, and touched. There is something deep within that needs presence more than problem solving. I want first things first. And I wonder if Bartimaeus wanted his sight to be restored so that his life would be better or that he would simply be able to see Jesus. (laughs) Do I want my life better or do I want to see Jesus? Well, that's a big question. He actually got both, didn't he? Here's some um, quotes from Augustine in in C.S. Lewis. And Augustine wrote this. Suppose God proposed to you a deal and said, I'll give you anything you want. You can possess the whole world. Nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be a sin. Nothing forbidden. You'll never die. Never have pain. Never have anything you you do not want. And always have anything you do want. Except for just one thing. You can have all that. You're just not going to be on one thing. You'll never see my face. Augustine closed with a question. Did a chill rise in your hearts when you heard the words you will never see my face? That chill is the most precious thing in you. That is the pure love of God. Number two. Uh, put first things first and we get second things thrown in. Put second things first and we lose both first and second things. us Lewis. So those are some really deep empowering questions. Um, and what they do is they discern with a gentle curiosity what is first and what is second. What is it you most want? Restoration of sight? A better life now? Or to be in control when all seems to be mystery and fog? I like to ask comparing questions because they reveal that kind of Emmaus walk that I am part of with others. So here's a question. What's it like being you? I'm curious. <laughs> you can email me. Uh, there's a link to my email in the show notes below, but it's barry at Here's some quotes. The quality of your life is a direct reflection of the quality of the questions you are asking yourself. Anthony Robbins. Christianity is one beggar telling another beggar where he found bread. D.T. Niles. When we become quiet enough to let, let go of people, we learn compassion for them. We can be people, be with people in their hurt and need. We can speak a word out of our inner silence that will set them free. Richard Foster. When we ask honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives means the most to us, we often find that it is those who instead of giving advice, solutions or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. Honore Noon. The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. Peter Drucker. Learn to respond to others with honest, open questions instead of counsel or corrections. With such questions, we help each other, we help hear each other into deeper speech. Parker Palmer. When you speak to me about your deepest questions, you do not want to be fixed or saved. You want to be seen and heard to have your truth acknowledged and honoured. Parma. Good work is relational and its outcomes depend on what we are able to evoke from each other. Parker Palmer. It is usually most helpful to ask questions that are more about the person than about the problem. Parker Palmer. And the last quote, there are questions which illuminate and there are those that destroy. We should ask the first kind. Isador Rabi. Questions. How does it feel when someone asks you a deep, empowering questions? Two, what would it take for you to learn to ask empowering questions? Three, what is it you most need right here and right now? So, here's an empowering question. How would you find this post? Did it stir something up in you? Are you challenged? Are you um, encouraged to take another step? Uh, what did it do in you? I would really like to hear. You can email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Uh, leave a comment in the comments below. Um, if you found it really helpful, share this post with others. <laughs> it would be good too. Um, but until next time, I pray that you would learn how to give. Uh, Gently curious, empowering questions. Okay, bye.